This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another amazing episode of the Stephen Jarvis and Friends podcast, part of the Deluxe Edition Network, where if you go to the deluxeeditionnetwork.com, you will find the June podcasts of the month, which are Barrel-Aged Chicks and the Deep's Dark Secrets podcast. Thank you, and I hope you enjoyed today's video. So today, we're going to be talking about the Minnesota Vikings and their history. The Origins of the Minnesota Vikings. Professional football history in the Twin Cities began in the 1920s. The Minneapolis Marines joined the American Professional Football Association, later to become the National Football League in 1921, but folded in 1924. They were resurrected as the Minneapolis Red Jackets in 1929, but lasted just two seasons before merging with the Frankfurt Yellow Jackets. A new professional team in the area did not surface again until August 1959 when three Minneapolis businessmen, Bill Boyer, H.P. Scogland, and Max Winter, were awarded a franchise in the new American Football League. Harry Gustafson was in part credited with providing the Vikings name. Gustafson was part of an ownership group for a professional bowling team in the short-lived National Bowling League, or the NBL, in the early 1960s. Winter was also part of that ownership group. It is in a narrative recounted by Winter and later confirmed by Gustafsson. The two of them compiled a list of names for the bowling team and Gustafsson, an attorney, filed copyrights for two names, the Twin City Skippers and the Minnesota Vikings. The bowling team became the Skippers, but Gustafson retained the legal right to the Vikings name, which was used by Winter for the football team. Winter later credited Harry with giving him the name under the ownership of Red McCombs. The franchise recognized Gustafson in 1989 during a pregame ceremony in which the team presented Gustafson with a plaque for his inept input in establishing the Viking name and the Viking tradition. Ole has grew Rude was added to the NFL team ownership because of an agreement he had with the NFL since the 1920s when he sold his Duluth Eskimos team back to the league. The agreement allowed him 10% of any future Minnesota team. The ownership group, along with Bernard H. Ritter, forfeited, forfeited its AFL membership, which was subsequent, subsequently passed on to the Oakland Raiders, and then were awarded, awarded the National Football League's 14th franchise on January 28, 1960, with play to begin in 1961, the early years. Bill Boyer served as the team president from 1960 to 1964. Joe Thomas was hired as head scout. Minnesota's first management team was led by general manager Burt Rose, who was appointed as GM on August 5th, 1960. In an article on August 6th, 1960, in the Minneapolis Tribune, it was reported that the team would use the name Minnesota instead of Minneapolis-St. Paul. The article also stated that several nicknames were suggested for the team, including the Chippewas, Miners, Vikings, and Voyagers. The team was officially named the Minnesota Vikings on September 27, 1960. The name is partly meant to reflect Minnesota's place as a center of Scandinavian American culture. From the start, the Vikings embraced an energetic marketing 
program that produced a first year season ticket sales of nearly 26,000 and an average home attendance of 34,586, about 85% of the 40,800 seat capacity of Metropolitan Stadium in Bloomington. Eventually, the team's capacity was increased to 47,900. On January 18, 1961, the Vikings named Norm Van Brocklin as head coach after Winnipeg Blue Bombers and future Vikings head coach Bud Grant turned down the job. The Vikings trademark horned helmet and purple and gold uniforms were designed by Los Angeles Examiner cartoonist Carl Hubenthal, Burt Rose, and Norm Van Brocklin both knew Hubenthal from their days in Los Angeles. Rose, having served as the Rams' public relations director, and Van Brocklin, having played as their quarterback. Rose, an alumni of the University of Washington, instructed Hubenthal to produce a uniform using the same colors as his alma mater. Hubenthal also composed the Vikings' original Norseman logo. The team has retained the basic elements of all these design those designs to the present day. The Vikings played their first game, an exhibition game, against the Dallas Cowboys on August 5, 1961. The game was played at Howard Wood Field in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. The Vikings won their first regular season game, defeating the Chicago Bears 37-13 on, an opening, on the opening day of 1961. Rookie Fran Tarkenton replaced starting quarterback George Shaw to throw four touchdown passes and run for another to lead the upset. The expansion team lost its next seven games on its way to a 3-11 and record. The team's second season in 1962 was the first and to date only season in franchise history in which the team failed to win at least three games. It is also the worst season ever by regular season winning percentage in Vikings history. Rose resigned from his position as GM on June 1st, 1964. Jim Finks, then general manager of the Calgary Stampeders, was named his successor. On September 11, 1964, the Vikings had their first winning season in 1964, finishing with eight wins, five losses, and one tie. This 1964 season is also remembered by fans for a road game against San Francisco 49ers in which defensive end Jim Marshall picked up a fumble and ran it. It ran it to the wrong end zone. He thought he had scored a touchdown for the Vikings, but instead had scored a safety for the 49ers. The Vikings did go on to win the game 27-22. 1964 was also the only season that the Vikings wore white jerseys at home games. This led to confusion when the Detroit Lions came to Bloomington with only their white jerseys. The game started with both teams wearing white jerseys. The Vikings retrieved their purple jerseys from Midway Stadium in St. Paul. The Vikings changed from white jerseys to purple jerseys on the sidelines that led to the Vikings wearing all purple uniforms. Max Winter became the team president in 1965. The Vikings played their first regular season night game and first regular season non-Sunday game when they played the New York Giants Saturday night, October 9, 1965 at Met Stadium. In November of that year, the volatile Van Brock Norm Van Brocklin quit one day after the team had been eliminated from the pro season in a 41-21 defeat to the Baltimore Colts, but came back 24 hours later. Two months after that brief departure, Van Brocklin signed a new contract that would keep him with the franchise through 1970, but then quit for good, abruptly announcing his departure on February 11, 1967, saying he had lost control of the team and the Vikings once again 
pursued the services of Bud Grant, who was still with Winnipeg. This time, Grant accepted the Vikings offer and became the new Vikings new head coach on March 10, 1967. On March 7, 1967, Fran Tarkenton was traded to the New York Giants for first and second round selections in the 1967 draft, a first round selection in 1968, and a Second round selection in 1969. With these picks, Minnesota selected Clinton Jones and Bob Bob Grin in 67, Ron Yeary in 68, and Ed White in 69. During, during the late 1960s, the Vikings were building a powerful defense known as Purple Eater. Purple People Ears, led by Alan Page, Carl Eller, Gary Larson, and Jim Marshall. In 1968, that stingy defense earned the Vikings their first division, Central Division title and their first playoff berth. They lost to Baltimore 24-14 in the Western Conference Championship game. In 1969, the Vikings earned a 12-2 record, the best in the NFL. An opening game one-point loss to the New York Giants, quarterback by former Fran by former Viking Fran Tarkington was followed by 12 consecutive wins. The Vikings played their first regular season game in Minneapolis. When the October 5th game against Packers was moved to Memorial Stadium, that game also saw a then-record home crowd of 60,740 fans. The Vikings defeated the Cleveland Browns 27-7 in the NFL Championship game on January 4, 1970 at Metropolitan Stadium. Minnesota became the first modern NFL expansion team to win an NFL championship, which earned the team a berth in Super Bowl IV. The heavily favored Vikings lost that game to the Kansas City Chiefs 23-7 at Tulane Stadium in New Orleans. And that's pretty much the end of this first episode. A funny thing about those uh, Vikings was um, in the later part of the 60s, they started building the Purple People Eaters, um, first by drafting Alan Page, then Carl Eller, Gary Larson. They already had Jim Marshall. He came over to the team in a trade from the Cleveland Browns in 1961, I do believe. Um, And when Bud Grant was hired... In 1967, Minnesota had already traded Fran Tarkington to the New York New York Giants for draft picks. Well, then Bud Grant and Jim Finks said, "Hey, we need a you know a leader to get us going," you know. And so, who'd they pick? Joe Cap. And Joe Cap recently passed away, as did Bud Grant. Um, and it's just funny how they built the contender so quickly that by the end of the decade, they were in Super Bowl four against Kansas Kansas City Chiefs, which they lost, sadly. But stuff like that happens. Um, today is Thursday. So join me for the live stream due to us getting over a thousand downloads all time on the podcast. I'm doing a live stream, and I'm going to have some guests. We're doing Mel Brooks movie ranking, where we debate, discuss, have fun, talk a little crap. But um, it'll be Kyle Curtis Flett from Flett's Movies and Pop Culture 13, Brian and Mark Benset Jr. from The Talking Shit Show, and also Robert Palmer from 
the Broken System podcast. So join us June 3rd, this Saturday, at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. I think it's 7 p.m. Canadian Time, and then 9 p.m. if you live in Florida. So go check that out this Saturday. You'll enjoy it. You'll have fun. You'll even get to have a few laughs, even at my expense. Thank you so very much, and thank you all for showing the support. If you haven't subscribed yet or are new to the channel, hit that subscribe button. Also, hit the like, comment, and hit the notification bell, as it really does help us out and helps us get bigger. So then, you know, we can have more people come on, maybe even more guests. Who knows? Sky's the limit when you when you, the fans and lo- loyal supporters of this podcast, keep showing your love and support. Um, also, go over to the deluxeeditionnetwork.com where you'll find the June podcast of the month, which are, again, Barrel-Aged Chicks and the Deep Dark Secrets podcast. And you can also find other podcasts like the Deluxe Edition podcast, Spoil My Movie, History I'd Like to Blank or Hilf with Don Brody, Barrel-Aged Flicks, the Deep, or sorry, I already said Deep Dark Secrets podcast, The Talking Shit Show, Spoil My Movie, I don't know if I said them, if I said them again, I'm sorry, Quad Pro Co, um, Broken System Podcast, Flats Movies and Pop Culture 13, and also this podcast. And you can listen to this podcast not only on YouTube, Buzzsprout, but anywhere where you listen to podcasts. Thank you so very much. This is Stephen Jarvis, and I will see you all on Saturday. This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. <laughs>